Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Live from our studios in Austin, Texas, this is Drinking Bros Fake News with Ross Patterson, Dan Holloway, Papa G with the traffic. How you feel? Not good. Yeah. Field reporter, Hot Bob. And Delco Dan with sports. Welcome to Fake News. Yeah! Welcome to Drinking Bros Fake News, everybody. Bringing you the realest, fakest news of the week. My God, we're going to have a show today, D'Anthony. We're going to have a old show today at the old Drinking Bros podcast. I feel good about it today. Do you want to see a headline I just read? Sure. Um, the U.S. government hired a pro-Hamas PLO spokeswoman to handle asylum claims. And from her Twitter, uh, fuck Israel, the government, and its military. Are you ready for your downfall? Oh, wow. Look at that. You don't that, say. That's, her name's New, Nejwa Ali, N-E-J-W-A Ali. Perfect. She seems like the right person to put in. The U.S. In charge. Immigration, immigration Enforcement Agency uh, hired a former spokeswoman from the PLO the Palestinian Liberation Organization, and put her in a position to determine who gets to come into our country as an immigrant or an asylum seeker. So uh, we have a a spokesperson from a terrorist organization who is uh, uh, in charge of dealing with people who are lodging asylum or refugee claims. I'm sure it's going to work out fine. Yeah, probably on the level. (laughs) She's an adjudication officer for USCIS, which is where I used to work. No shit. Yeah, uh, but I worked in the fucked. I worked in the intelligence side. But yeah, we are all fucked. Uh, Bob, pull up Tim Kennedy's Instagram too. Uh, Biden is is over in Israel right now. We're recording a day in advance here uh, because we will be in Columbus, Ohio, for the uh, Ohio State's Penn State game. Uh, tailgating at Big Dick Denoffs will be at uh, the Pint House in the Short North on t- at two p.m. On Friday, if you want to join us, we'll be at Standard Hall Complex uh, later on that evening at 9 to hand out some fun stuff there. Uh, And real quick, I'll read off the locations as Bob is looking for the picture. Uh, We are now live in the state of Ohio for Hard AF Seltzer at the Short North Pint House, Standard Hall Complex, which I just mentioned, 14-0 Express. Love that place, actually. Uh, That was the undefeated season. Let's go. Uh, next up over there, we're in uh, Urban Myers Pint House in Dublin, Ohio. Johnny's Tavern at 35003 Tribu Road in Columbus, Ohio. Tobacco International down there. Wine and Brew Emporium in Westerville, Ohio. North Campus Food Mart and Forno Kitchen and Bar down there in the short north on 721 North High Street. 
get some hard AF seltzers in the state of Ohio. We are now live. Bobby, let's see that picture. Shall we look at that, D'Anthony? Welcome, <laughs> President Biden. It's almost like he has a residency in Vegas at Caesars, like he's Do- Adele. Doesn't that have like a fucking uh, mission accomplished feel to it? It does, but we haven't done anything. Well, we gave $100 million to Palestine today. Oh, we did? Yeah. Shit. Well, I don't know if we've given it to him yet, but Biden says, uh, hold on, let me see if I can find. Something. Well, he had a big suitcase when he was getting on the plane. Yeah. So I'm I assuming. just announced $100 million for humanitarian assistance in Gaza and the West Bank. Great. Uh Probably won't go to fund more terrorism, right? No. Why would it? Why would it? Everybody in the Middle East seems uh, pretty honest. You, you can do like a lot of stuff, man. You can, you can. It's like there's a lot of reasonable and unreasonable conversations going on. Mm-hmm. Reasonable as in like, I think there's a lot of people doing weird shit on both sides. There's a lot of propaganda. None of it seems real. Feels very. Yeah. You know, Ukraine-like, um, and Israel is great at propaganda. So is the fucking PLO and Islamic Jihad and, and Hamas. Um, but, and so you can be like, yeah, I'm critical of that. Or you can take the position that, like, I feel bad for uh, the Palestinian people, particularly those that are not involved in Hamas or, P- or PLO or fucking Islamic Jihad or any of that stuff. And that's a reasonable position, I guess, to take, uh-huh. right? But what's not reasonable is to give them more money. No, 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 no. It's like, we, this is why we do sanctions, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it de- Sanctions always hurt the common people, right? That's how it works. And the intent is to get them to stop supporting the fucking shitheads or fight back against the shitheads, right? Right. Um, but this is the old Machiavelli thing. If you are, if you are, kind when you're supposed to be cruel you'd be forced to be cruel and you're supposed to be kind right mm. and we're getting into that position now we're going to give them more money they're going to conduct more attacks uh, and then israel's going to butt fuck that place into non-existence basically and yeah. it's going to start a world war which is our first story today yeah it is uh because right now you ready to choose sides for war war three we're there, kids. I think we should do We're a draft. There. Not so like a, not a draft. Fantasy like, football? Yeah, fantasy football draft. Let's yeah. do that. Who are you going with first if we were doing fantasy? Oh, good old America. Yeah, I got America at one, obviously. Who do you got it to? Uh, the only country I choose is America. I don't give a fuck what happens in the <laughs> other country. But if we're going to do that, uh, probably Canada. Surprisingly. Really? Yeah. Canada's Air Force is legit, and they have the best snipers in the world. Why is that? Uh, they grow up shooting rifles. I don't know if it'll be the case 20 years from now, but right now, okay. uh, JTF-2, which is their version of DevGru or, or uh, the unit Delta Force, um, Jeff DePotsy, the guy, guy I've had on the show before, um, the guy that hung out with us in fucking St. Pete. Remember oh, yeah, dude? yeah, yeah. He rocks. Yeah. He's, uh, that's what he was. He was a sniper in JTF-2. They, the international sniper competition, I think they win it almost every year. You know, it, it could I, be like a Malcolm Gladwell's outlier book where it's a region you're from and everybody grows up doing it. Yeah, yes. like the runners from Kenya or some shit. Mm-hmm. No. It's uh, something with the cold, maybe. I think the deadliest sniper of all time is Finnish. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. He's uh, uh, not, not Vasily Zaitsev, although he did. that. He's, he's Russian, technically, yeah. but he killed a lot of people. Yeah, the deadliest sniper of all time, I think he had like 500-plus confirmed. I believe. Mm-hmm. What's the guy's up. name? Pull him up. His so, name is Simo Haya, uh, yeah. often referred to as his, by his nickname, the White Death. The White Pull Death. Oh, that's a badass nickname. Screen. Yeah, we got a what, pick. What did you say, Delco? I can't hear you. 
Put him up on the screen. Yeah, put him yeah, up let's there. Put He's, him up on the screen. I think he it's got shot through out. the face. He at some point. Whoopsie! He sure did. But then he kept serving. Oh he yeah, just kept going. He's got, I think, over 500 kills. Uh, Bob, pull that yeah, pick up one more like time with him. something. Yeah. So this is a perfect example of when you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. And this guy clearly loved what he did because half of his face is shot off. And he was like, you know what? I love this job. I'm going to keep doing it. And by the way, 500 kills in a year. Yeah. Whew. It was the uh, Winter War. He was killing Soviets. He was killing communists because wow. they invaded. Because people forget that uh, the Soviets were on both sides of World War II. Yeah. Technically, yeah. they were trying to invade. Actually, they were going to invade Poland too. Just Germany got to it first. Well, not a not, little bit of it. Not not good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they tried to invade uh, uh, Finland, and Finland stood them up. Like they, Russia went for the double leg, and fin- Finland was like, "Ah, we're not doing that, nah. bud." Like, I know it's rough in Russia and all that, but Finland is pretty rough, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, this dude is a, 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 an assassin. Five in foot three. In five w- foot three inches five tall. Five foot three? Yeah. In one year of... Like Bushwick Bill. Well, you've met Evan, right? Oh, yeah. The average ground branch guy, the average, like, tier one operator, isn't some big hulking six foot three dude. I know. That's the scariest They're thing. They're all tiny. Yep. Like, whenever our boy comes in from uh, over there and he brings all of his fucking unit buddies, uh-huh. they're all the same size. They're if like five that's foot. That's what scares the shit out of me. They're like five foot seven <laughs> yeah. to five foot ten, maybe. And they all weigh about a buck sixty. And you never and know what they do. I know. Yeah. You never know what they do. And like, you're there's like, no oh, way shit. you would look at that guy and be like, that's one of the best gunfighters on the planet nope. right there. No. Nope. But they all look exactly. The tallest dude I know is, um, I, I won't say his name, obviously, but uh, six foot, maybe six one. Damn. Actually, no, the tallest dude I know is my old, uh, well, one of, one of my old guys. Um, he's 6'2", but he was an officer. It's I, I think your arms are too long. That's what it is. It's, a, it's being a tier Quick, one. Quick, being fast. Being it, a tier one operator is an endurance sport, mm-hmm. right? It's not a fucking powerlifting sport. It's yeah. an endurance sport. Also, being a smaller target helps, I, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, and being unassuming, gray man, right? Not looking like a fucking operator all the time. Uh, Bob, who do you got at two here on the World War III uh, chart for fantasy? You know, I would say if I had to draft a, a second nation, I, you want I think you want a, a combo between numbers and tech. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think... You're as, going China? As much as I want to say China, that feels accurate. I, it's just... I feel like their leadership is dog shit. Yeah. Like, they're going to fuck everything up. I, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go kind of safe here, and I'm just gonna take the UK at number two. All right, I like that. I like the UK at two. Uh, I'd probably bump Canada down to three there. Well, Ch- China's I mean, a tricky one because they might be the smartest out of all of us. They're not getting involved in any of this shit. Well, they've got quite a bit of standoff. Like they're using the old US uh, strategy of just having a lot of distance between them and their enemy. Because everybody in the region is kind of friendly with them, including the largest country in the region, uh, Russia. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why um, why get involved in any of this shit? Well, they'll they'll provide material support, but you know that's how that's how we got involved in World War II. Uh, although I don't think China providing material support would result in a Pearl Harbor style attack from us, from the Allies or whatever you're going to call mm-hmm. them. So I don't think they would necessarily get dragged in. But we'll see. I mean. Here, here's here's some so God. There's fear that Gaza could trigger a wider and more devastating Middle East war. We uh, that's one of the reasons that that Biden went over there, and it's one. Of, it's like I I'm hearing a lot of conspiracy theories about 
the hospital attack and if Hamas faked it or if Israel's putting out bad info. There's a number of things going on that we can address about that. Yeah, because uh, from a, uh, an outsider looking in last night when that happened on Twitter, um, first of all, everybody condemned Israel, right? Mm. Uh, and then they said, well, that was a misfire on a Hamas rocket that accidentally blew up their own hospital. There's so much disinformation all over social media mm. in both sides um, that I don't know who to believe anymore. Do you have any insight on what actually happened there? Um, well, I, I don't know what to believe, to be honest, because... Israel this morning put out uh, an, an alleged like wiretap intercept mm-hmm. where where people were take, from Hamas were taking credit for it. I'm like, well, that's awfully convenient, but it would be right. I mean, who who knows if that's real or not? They also showed some drone footage um, that that kind of I saw that looks like it might have come from Hamas. And and look, Hamas does that all the time. They fire rockets short all the time mm-hmm. because they're making their rocket tubes out of water pipes that they've dug out of the ground, right? It's not like they're using high-tech equipment or anything. Yeah. Um, they're just, they're probably firing Katusha rockets out of a fucking, like a rusty old water pipe, frankly. Um, so may, so that's possible. But then I looked at the, this morning, Palestinian folks were posting stuff, um, and they're claiming that 500 people died, there was a massive explosion. I'm not seeing the kind of rubble or bodies that I would expect 24 hours after the fucking incident mm-hmm. that you would expect from that kind of attack. To so be I thought the same so thing. I, I and Bob, if you could pull up the picture of that parking lot, yeah. Yeah, that's the saying, one they're referring yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if, if Hamas is just making it up. I don't know if like, cause Hodge has the best Kazakh of all time. We would get into a gunfight like right down the street. We would get into a gunfight, boom, 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 kill some people. We've got brass, 50 cal brass, like big pieces of fucking, uh, uh, spent ammo all over the place, piles of it all over the place. Um, and then go to a follow on target a mile down the road, mm-hmm. fuck some shit up down there and then come back to our original position to, to, uh, link up before we go back or get out of there. And all the bodies and all the brass would be gone five minutes later. Really? Yeah. It's, it's like Jawas, you okay. know what I mean? Jawas and sand people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but where are they taking them, I guess? And how do you get five to 700 bodies out of there? Because I've heard the number was That's a was, lot was of fucking bodies to move so in 24 hours, yeah. man. That's a lot. To give some perspective on that, because you hear 500 and you're like, yeah, it's a lot. But fuck, uh, that's what, 25% of 9-11? Something like that? Yeah, but yeah. it took... It took them... It took fucking months. Three months? months that's what I'm saying. Months, yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That's a quarter of 9-11. Yeah. Right. And, and, but, I mean, to get this, to do this in one night, and, Bob, you can put that picture up there. Uh, I'm with you. This is the first thing that I thought is, all right, if this is the rubble, and I'm using air quotes around that term uh, for the audio listeners here, where are the bodies? Where is the rest of the shit from the hospital? Where are supplies? Where, where anything that happens during an explosion? We'll go back to what Bob said about 9-11. Even when 9-11 happens, um, I remember watching it on TV and seeing all the papers fly out of the window papers, and the there's, there's, office supplies yeah. and all that stuff. I don't see anything here. Uh, I, uh, yeah, so this is a great one, Bob. This is the other picture I saw. So I, I'm seeing the cars. At one point, was there a structure with a garage over this? Like, what, what, what is this? And why is this image floating all over social media? Because when I see this, I don't believe that five to 700 people were killed in something like this. Yeah, I mean, so what, one of the other theories is that um, Hamas or Islamic Jihad was using the hospital to store explosives and shit. 
and there was a secondary explosion and, and it wasn't just a direct impact from a rocket or whatever. Maybe. Who knows? The, none of the stuff that I'm, none of the quote unquote evidence I'm seeing from either side uh, is that compelling, to mm-hmm. be honest. It just seems like uh, I, the one thing I will say is if Israel wants a bigger war or if Iran via Hamas and Islamic Jihad want a bigger war, then that this incident certainly moved the ball forward on that, right? Because Biden was on his way over to have a conference with the King of Jordan and with um, the, the uh, president of Egypt. And then I think, I, I don't remember who else was involved in it, maybe Assad or somebody, or not, not Assad, the guy from Lebanon, can't remember his name. But anyways, that got called off. Yeah, that got So canceled. Jordan pulled out first. Mm-hmm. They said no. So two things have happened. Saudi Arabia backed out of its deal with Israel, the Abraham Accords, and then now this hospital event happens, and the coalition of reasonable people, Egypt pretty reasonable these days, Jordan is our biggest ally in the Middle East, and uh, Lebanon I don't think wants to get bombed by Israel. I I know they support Hezbollah, but I don't think they want to get bombed by Israel. So there was going to be a meeting with those guys to try to tamper things down a little bit, and that got called off because of this. So, so it's like, it was directly because of this. Yes, okay. they said it. I think the King of Jordan specifically pulled out because of this. Okay. So, you know, that's... It's not great. It's, it, it is, if you're trying to make war happen, that's the way to do it. So I guess the question, and it, and it feels like, um, it feels like to me, you're seeing the demonstrations all over the world, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the, the U.S. Embassy in Lebanon had to be evacuated this morning. It burned to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a real Benghazi type situation, but luckily we got everybody out. Um, <clears throat> it seems like it seems like we're getting pulled into a world war, and I don't know how it stops. You know what I mean? Because nobody's going to be willing to uh, uh, nobody's going to be willing to what quote unquote be the bigger man in that situation. I guess because everybody feels like two things: one. The other side is a legitimate existential threat, which is true mm-hmm. to some degree. Israel's never tried to wipe out all of Islam. I'll say that in their defense, right? Um, and then the other part is they think they have a lease signed by God. Yeah. And that's like fundamentalist as it gets right there, bud. So it's going to be a problem. And I think I think we're going to be in a much larger conflict soon. Um, well, I, uh, is there any way out of this? Because when you're fighting against people or with people... Uh, that are simply doing this over a belief, over a God and a religion that no one can prove or see. How do you stop people from believing and fighting for what they believe in? And why are we getting involved at all? At a certain point, you were there forever. Uh, Russia was there before us. Um, At a certain point, why don't we just look at the Middle East and say, you know what? These motherfuckers will never change their minds. Wall it off, let them go at it for thousands and mm-hmm. thousands of years, and let's walk away from this bullshit. We have our own oil here. We have our own resources here. We've got our own goddamn problems down at the border here. Why don't we just wall it off and walk the fuck away? Because last night, after this bombing at the, at the hospital thing, seeing the back and forth and the misinformation and the videos that might be real and, and kind of aren't real, and then the photos... Uh, of the kids' uh, bedroom, and then the the doctors coming out and saying that's not what real dried blood looks like, and this was planted and everything else. I'm already checked out, and it's been less than a week. Um, so for me personally, 
I don't really give a shit anymore because you're fighting something you mm. can't see and a belief that, that you're not going to get people to change. So who fucking cares? Let's just take care of our own country and let's be more like a China, like you were saying, of like, great, man, we'll just stay the way the fuck away from this mm. and just kind of watch from the outside. Why are we getting involved in this? What do we need from them? And you said this the other day on the show, Israel has done nothing for us, so who gives a shit? And if Jordan's our biggest ally and they walked away from this meeting, they're not our biggest ally anymore. Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if I would go that far. I think Jordan's definitely our best ally in the Middle East, but um, the answer isn't has nothing to do with logic or ethics or anything. It has to do with money, right? It has to do with extracting wealth. So here, here's a problem, and this is, this is what makes it really complicated. If we, shut down our, um, if we shut down our relationship entirely with OPEC, with the, with the cartel of oil producers in the Middle East, then we would be in danger, and we already are, by the way, but we would be in bigger danger of the dollar not being the world's reserve currency anymore. Pretty much all, even, even today, mo- most oil sales are made in U.S. dollars, and it keeps, it's like a good safety net for our currency. That would go away. Mm-hmm. So that's something to consider, I guess. But, um, you know, we still have, like, incredible purchase. Even, even with the amount of debt and fucked up inflation we have right now, we still have pretty incredible purchasing power. Um, so I don't know if there's that stuff going on, but when I say money, I mean Raytheon and General Dynamics and Boeing and Lockheed and, you know, Northrop Grumman, yeah. so on and so forth. They're the ones that pay the bills in, in Washington, D.C., so they're the ones that get the fucking attention. Now, Iran is already pretty much, is widely believed to be behind this attack, and they said... At, at the hospital? Or no, just in general? The whole thing. Okay, gotcha. Um, <clears throat> and they said uh, on Monday that they would be willing to use preemptive action against Israel in the coming hours uh, to keep them from going ham on Gaza, right? Mm-hmm. They're grounded. You, you've noticed that the ground invasion of Gaza has been delayed. Yes. Um, I think they were kind of waiting for this meeting to happen, and now it's not going to, so we'll see what happens moving forward. But uh, Tehran has repeatedly warned that a ground invasion of Gaza would be met with a response from other fronts. Uh, so what does that mean, right? Like, does that mean... Uh, uh, Jews and other country, Middle Eastern countries are going to start getting targeted? Or does it mean actual military strikes? Un- unclear on that. But the sources in the intel community have suggested that Russia and China, whose leaders uh, met yesterday, I think, Z and, yeah. and Putin yep. met yesterday, um, are kind of responsible for the emboldened Iranian position. Like, essentially, like, yeah, we got your back. Mm-hmm. And the kind of security, they both have veto power in the Security Council, right? So that can't be done. Um, and they've also been linked to Saudi Arabia withdrawing from the Abraham Accords, according to the intel community. So we know what that side looks like. The uh, Axis is, even though Netanyahu, for some reason, used the phrase Axis of Evil, it's like... You kind of burned that one already. Yeah, um, someone's taken. Yeah, but uh, even though he uses the phrase axis, I think it's probably best that we come up with something else. But we know that Russia, China, and the entire Middle East is going to be on one side of this fight, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's material support or direct combat. Um, the question is, pro- minus Jordan. I don't, Jordan wouldn't take part in that. Um, and I don't think Turkey will either. Even Erdogan's a knucklehead, but he's not that stupid. 
Um, the question is, who's on Team Israel? Will, will Europe actually step up and fight? I don't know. Well, they haven't yet for mm-hmm. anything, so why would they now? And I well, go it's back on to, their fucking doorstep. No, I, it's getting closer, obviously. But uh, but I'll go back to something you said a couple of days ago on the show where uh, you were talking about if, I, if you had a kid between 18 and 35 um, who was drafted to go and fight. And, and let's say it was this, this fucking war here. I've got two boys. I don't know. What, what's the conversation you would have with your son of like, hey, dad, why am I getting shipped over here and why am I going into this war? Well, you're fighting over somebody else's beliefs and a religion and a God that we can't see. And, uh, you know, that's it. That's all, that would be all I have for them. It would end with, you know, yeah. I, what do you say for this? Um, and as this continues to escalate, uh, you know, there's a, there's a rising hostility uh, in America. There's a ton of Homeland Security warnings. Have you heard anything else regarding the last show that we did on this um, about strikes in our own possible country? Uh, or yeah, attacks. yeah, yeah. Not nothing, nothing specific, but yeah. There's we we expect some stuff to happen. Sure. Why wouldn't you? I mean, it w- look at how we've allowed, um, even the top level of from from the from the top to the bottom levels of our government have been infiltrated. The the guy, the on a special envoy to Iran that Biden was using turned out to be an Iranian spy, mm-hmm. and then we have a, a literal PR person, spokesperson for the. Uh, for uh, the PLO working in immigration, letting people into the country. And that's not to, uh, uh, not to ignore all the people who have come in illegally from those countries. Um, as a matter of fact, I can give you a number just a sec. Yeah, because right now it, it feels like we're asking for this and why he's not at the border, why we're not doing anything at the border during a time like this doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. Um, why he's over there doesn't make any fucking sense to me. I just all of this, dude. So this was uh, two days ago. Um, people caught just at one port of entry trying to get across the border. Uh, 137 Russians, 43 Syrians, 34 Afghanis, 18 Iranians, 14 Jordanians, seven from Egypt, uh, seven from Kazakhstan, three from Lebanon. That's just one day. That's pretty rad, huh? And I'm sure they're just here to chill, right? Probably see the Grand Canyon. Yeah, it's nice this time of year. Weather's cooled down there in Arizona. Beautiful time to go if you're going to do it. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you about is uh, 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 with, <laughs> with the shit that's going on in Ukraine. <laughs> that is, I mean, I, <laughs> it's invisible now, isn't it? Like. Yeah. I haven't heard one goddamn word over there. I have. Oh, you have? Yeah. Zel- okay, great. The word I'm hearing is that Zelensky is super butthurt. I'm sure he is. he's not getting any attention anymore. He's like uh, the, uh, the boring ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Now it's like, yeah. But so then what happens with that, right? Let's say this escalates in the Middle East. Shit starts to pop off. We end up maybe potentially joining in or not. What happens with that war then? I mean, do you just walk away at that point and be like, oh, fuck, man, I got another thing. I can't remember two of these going on at the same time in my life. Can you? No. So what do you do there if you're in Ukraine and Russia and you've been fighting in that goddamn thing for what? It's close to 18 months now. Do you just say, ah, shit, man, you want to do you guys want to go down on the other thing? It's kind of it's warmer down there this time of year. Do you want to go down there? Like we pick up our shit and go. Um, because you and I both have friends who are st- still getting deployed over mm-hmm. to Poland and shit like that now. 
Do you switch that up and say, hey, guys, sorry, man, we're going to change this flight. We got a... We got another war here on our bottom right, so I'm going to have to turn this plane around. Yeah, I really honestly don't know. I don't either. Uh, It's so bizarre to me, and every single social media outlet you look at, you don't know what to believe or who to trust or everything like that. I truly wish we could just wall off the entire Middle East, let them go at it for the next 2,000 years. I don't need to hear about it. Uh, if we just had a blackout on social media and all of it, it would be fucking rad, dude. Because um, we're losing supermodels, too. Bob, the Hadids are now out of it. Gigi Hadid in them. She's staying threats. at Taylor Swift's house in Rhode Island getting plowed by Bradley Cooper, man. She's having a good time. Bradley Cooper's straight. Are we still on board with that? I don't know that I'm I'm on board with it. He's, yeah. he's straight. He's dicking straight. down Gigi Hadid. And Gigi Hadid has also always been like pro-Palestine. Right? Yeah, the whole family, though, is getting is. death threats, and uh, they're all in on that. Uh, strange time to be alive. Delco, <laughs> what do you think about all this propaganda? Like you, you don't really, you're not uh, immersed in politics day to day. You don't really like you're you're more of a degenerate gambler, I guess is mm-hmm, a good mm-hmm. way to put that. And it's the Phillies are doing well right now. Right. But, yeah. What's what's a normal person who doesn't yeah. give a shit about this thing? I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to get the right intel to like place my bets. Who's going to win? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Palestine should you know get their land just just so they can fuck it up. I don't know. I, that'd be kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, and just be like, oh, hey, you wanted this forever? Here it is. And then they just fuck it up anyways. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's one of those things where I wonder what the normal person thinks because, you know, look, let's face it. You're a pretty regular dude from Philly. Your team's about to go to the World Series. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm sure you don't want to hear about any of this fucking bullshit. You just want to concentrate on Bryce Harper hitting bombs. And I don't care for just scrolling on my Twitter feed and just seeing people get murked. I didn't right. ask for this. I don't even follow these people. And I'm just seeing people getting domed in the head with guns. I'm the same way, man. I like these are people I don't follow, and it's I'm still seeing it relentlessly, and uh, or being tagged in it or tagged in videos and all that other shit. And there's nothing you can really do. And you open it up, you're like, oh, there's some kid with his fucking head caved in. Uh, I'm with you. Like I don't need to see it either. I wish you could almost shut that off. Um, but I guess maybe Musk is trying to make everybody pay a dollar or something so the bots won't shoot the shit out everywhere. Yeah, they opened that up in New Zealand, the Philippines, mm-hmm. and was it Australia as well? Yep. Yeah, uh, and they just rolled that out, I think, yesterday. Uh, and it's simply to try to combat some of the shit that you were talking about. Yeah, I mm-hmm. like the way, so um, I don't know what the original article said, but when it was reposted on George Report, it was like, world's richest man trying to charge people $1. It's like, it's a company, dude. Yeah. Like, and it's a dollar it's, it, a year. A year. And it's simply to Think you pay can, something to make yeah, sure yeah. you're a real person yeah. and not one of these bullshit accounts. It's like recapture, but there's a transaction involved, basically. Which, right. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Because I... I don't care. I wish they would do something. I think I get more... Not comments. I get a lot of comments on my tweets, but um, the likes... Like ten percent of them are just fucking whores, whore bots. Yeah, it's like what the, are we still doing this? Yeah, how, we're still doing. I don't understand how they can't f- use AI to figure out who, who the, the bots are. Like and it seems else, yeah. really obvious, doesn't it? I, I it seems like it to me. Uh, I have been fooled though. But a maybe you times. can't do it without I'm, like jamming up the site or yeah. or I don't know. I'm positive that this girl who liked my tweet the other day is real. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time I get like a put new fellow up, on Instagram, wait too. before you put it up. Wait, I don't think you can some, show it. Sometimes Bob, there's you? all kinds of no, buttholes. There's a titty. Uh, oh, there's a titty. Out. I, Bob, here, you can't show it. Is it an Israeli titty? No, it's just look. Dixie's real, okay. And I and I like to. She's from Cambridge. Uh, sure. You, now you can pop that up. Oh, she's from Cambridge, huh? Did right, she go to fucking Harvard? It. Yeah. And don't she, move it. Don't. Move I won't. It. She said, "Old men fuck better." Ah, uh, and I just want. This is I. I, she follows me, and I, as know, an old man, yeah. I like to show this to my wife and be like, "That's you. this is your competition." Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. You think I can't do better? You think I, you're the only one? You know that'll have me. <laughs> Dixie's over here liking every tweet I got. Yeah. Yeah. And old men fuck better. So every time you go home, and she's like, "Look, I'm too tired." It was like, "What do you want, younger dick?" Because old men fuck. Better. They do. All right. That's what the Canadian guy told us yesterday, and that's what Dixie said yesterday. You know, Dixie told Bob that. So I'm all about it. I will uh, say though, uh, it is weird seeing all the propaganda go against, like counteract against one another. Because uh, typically, when we have propaganda in th- this country throughout history, it's all been aligned and it's all been in like against like the German Huns in like World mm-hmm. War One or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like almost cartoonish, but at least they were all on the same side. Now seeing kind of narratives clash it's interesting it is interesting and uh and i will say this this was exactly what i predicted years ago would happen if ai and all this other shit or bots and everything got so quick and you were able to get information out faster even if it wasn't real people would assume it was because that's the first thing they saw and then some people move on you take that hospital bombing last night i'm sure there's a bunch of people who woke up this morning and just went to bed Saw the thing and they were like, Israel bombed a hospital and killed, you know, five to seven hundred people. And then they got up today and, and said, oh, well, no, it's a misfire and a rocket. Now they're questioning their own shit. Well, this isn't new, though. No. Yep. Like, it's just it's faster now. But it's faster. It's, though. The fact that it's faster is probably creating more problems than in, in the propaganda sphere than they than they would like, because it used to be England or Rome was on, on uh, like trying to sack some fucking place somewhere. And they're like. You hear what they said, fucking bitches, and everybody's like, "Yeah, fuck them," and then they just went all went and fight because why would the government lie? You know what I mean? (laughs) Now you know that the government's lying, so it's we've come full circle where people are just um, you can see what people's bias is now because it's just widespread confirmation bias. They choose which to believe based on not evidence, obviously. So that's uh, that's interesting to me. Also, you know, it's not new. I think it's okay. This wasn't Mark Twain, but what is the, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is putting on its shoes. Yeah. Lies always travel faster. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I think most Americans for the most points, uh, probably believed in the government and everything that was going on until the JFK assassination. I think that's kind of when people started to switch and be like, you know, I'm not real sure who did this one. And I, and I think the government could be behind something like this. And as the years have gone on, I think we've slowly been able to tear this down and be like, oh, well, fuck. All, uh, all of this is probably done by our own government and somebody else with interest in uh, purely financial means and reasons. And yeah. we're going to be roped into this again. Seems- I mean, I don't, I don't think Israel bombed a hospital. I don't believe that, right? But I know what my own government's done, the evil shit they've done. I know they dropped a bomb on Inwar Al-Laki's fucking house and killed a bunch of civilians. I think the, the, the running estimate of the like thousands of people Obama killed in drone strikes, like up to 90% of them were civilians, something like that. So yeah, I mean, I could believe they would do it. I, I don't see the evidence for it in this case, to be honest. I but don't either. Nothing- I, I, I would, it's 
I would believe they would do it. To be honest, not maybe not on purpose, and I believe if they did it on accident, they would cover it up. Sure, yeah, I, but it doesn't. I, I also believe that the group of people that are going house to house killing, you know, kids and old ladies probably would do it too, right? Yeah. So, well, one thing, do? yeah, one thing is for certain. Uh, this is this is all going to get worse. It's not like they're going to stop tomorrow. And Kendall Jenner's going to hand out a Pepsi, and everybody's going to you know drop their weapons. Uh, in the meantime, though, shit. All you can do is watch the world burn from your fucking home. You might as well do it from the comfort from a ghost bed from ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. 50% off everything in the entire store. Maybe that's why. They've never done this ever. Maybe they just looked at Twitter and all the fucked up shit going on in the world. And they're like, hey, don't leave your house. Don't leave your bed. And we'll give you 50% off, and we'll ship it right to your house. You don't even have to go to the store. We'll just ship this shit right to your house, and you can watch the world burn from a brand-new mattress and an adjustable base. The adjustable base, by the way, all of this is 50% off, comes with a, a Split King, which is two remote controls instead of one, or you can get it all together, and then just go up, see downs, the all-aroundsies and that goddamn thing, and you can watch this footage all night long. Watch the world burn from the comfort of your own bedroom. Uh, right now, they got the massaging mattress for pre-order over there. Daddy's got that dialed in. It's the only thing that's not 50% off because it's new. I think they had to get a patent for it or something. I know it's a, it's $1,000 off, uh, but it's not 50% off. But everything else is. The pillows, the sheets, uh, the RV mattresses, the weighted blankets, all of it. Best in the biz. Look, we've been with these guys for, shit, man, close to four or five years now at this point. A mattress is something that's uh, it's money. Like it's it's a lot. I wouldn't tell you to get this goddamn thing if it wasn't the best. It is literally in every single room in my house. All their products are. Uh, I'm a gigantic fan of these guys. We try to vet every single company. When you check out, you're going to see a three-year pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit over there. And all the deals that I mentioned, those 50% off deals and the $1,000 off, the massage mattresses, they're applicable with that. So you can stretch it out over three years and, uh, and at least have a brand new Beautiful bedroom sets. All you got to do, type in that promo code Drinking Bros at checkout. 50% off everything in the entire store. And you can stretch it out over three years at ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. Next up, it's going to be a fun, fun show. Uh, Texas woman burned alive. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. I, I told you. I warned you. We we're going to watch the world burn, literally. Uh, from a, the comfort of her own bedrooms, a Texas woman was found burned alive on the roadside around 5 a.m. on August 29th in an upscale Austin neighborhood. The, the body of Melissa Davis, 33, was found by firefighters near the intersection of Mesa Drive and Cat Mountain Drive when they responded to a call of a grass fire. Davis was pronounced dead on the scene as cops smelled a strong odor of accelerants near her body. Uh, which was in a small grassy area next to a fence directly off the side of a busy road. Uh, that's what the search warrant said, at least. An autopsy of her body has revealed physical evidence that she was burned alive. Cops are on the hunt for the suspect responsible for the homicide. Police have obtained a search warrant of uh, Davis's phone data and found that she left her mother's home the day before in the Circle C area. Told her she had to go to the Apple store to get her fixed. That's yeah. uh, right down the road. Yeah, B- Bob and I used to live over there. I lived in Circle C, but he lived nearby, right? Yeah. I lived uh, across Mopac from it, yep. Is that where she's Wait, over she's at from? the golf course area? 
Um, by like backspin and oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, that yeah bar yeah, or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. um, holy shit, this is right down the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Uh, what what happened here? Uh, this is bizarre. I I saw this story in passing, but I, I didn't know there was a body there or anything else. Is there a photo of this woman? Uh, I don't know, man. Bob, what do you got there? What is that? That's her. Oh, put put up on screen. I I don't know who this person is. Okay. Um, and that's where they found her right there to the right. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, it's the murder scene. I'm, I'm guessing Christ. they moved the body first, but somebody they found a lighter uh, and smelled accelerant, probably gas or something like that. Um, weird man. So they're looking for her car now. It's a blue Toyota Four Runner. Um, I don't know why they didn't put the plates in here so you can actually fucking if you see it you can tell somebody but um a reward of a thousand bucks is available for information that's it huh okay yeah um yeah it's it's fucking weird man it's it's a weird thing there's a lot of weird shit going on in austin but this is one of the weirdest things i've heard in a while it is, uh, especially because that neighborhood is pretty, it's a pretty upscale neighborhood mm-hmm. over there. I mean, it's mostly families. Yeah, you kids. don't see anything like this. The schools are really good over there. Yeah, but it's fucked, man. That's, uh, that's a wild one. I, I had not heard this story here, but yeah. again, man, shit's getting wild out there. If you're a woman, you should be carrying a gun. If you're any, everybody should be carrying a gun everywhere they go, in my opinion, but definitely if you're a woman. Mm-hmm. Like there's predators are on, on the loose out there these days. Yeah, um, hopefully they catch this guy soon. Thankfully, they they offered a thousand dollar reward. I mean, what the fuck, bro? You just gave a hundred million to Gaza. Yeah. Like, eh. But this one, you know what? A woman burned alive down the street. Let's go a grand on that one. Feels like the fucking reverse price is right here. Jesus Christ! Hopefully they find out uh, who did this. Uh, next up, dude, where's my sex doll? A funeral home worker responsible for transporting dead bodies in a Nebraska county is suspected of having an intimate encounter with a life-size sex doll he found in the apartment of a deceased person. According to court records, investigators say Ryan Smith, 41. We got a pick of this guy? I know Ryan Smith. Okay, thankfully it's not the same person. There we go. Okay. Uh, kind of looks like a fatter Jordan Vandersloot. Uh, investigators say Ryan Smith, 41, and a colleague were dispatched last week to a home in the Rock Creek Apartments area in uh, Omaha to collect the body of an individual who died there. Near the body on the bed was a very real life-size sex doll. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah, police said that uh, Smith (laughs) subsequently called the property manager and claimed that the local sheriff had asked him to remove the sex doll to, quote, collect uh, swabs for biopsy. Smith's strange request was denied by the manager. Later returned to the apartment to discover the Smith was inside the unit, um, uh, which had been locked with a deadbolt and a chain. So he broke into the place. Great. Um, after Smith exited the home with his shirt untucked and his pants in disarray, yeah. the property manager called the cops, who later busted Smith on felony burglary charges. Uh, a post arrest examination revealed the sex doll to be sticky. And it appeared that something had rubbed her inner thighs, police noted. A deputy collected the sex doll so that I could have her processed for DNA. Um, Pictured above, Smith was fired from his job uh, with, I'm not going to say the company name, they don't deserve that, uh, which, according to its website, specializes in removals, transportation, embalming, cremations, and ship outs. Look, man, 
He saw his chance and he took it. Yeah. That's all that happened here. There's no real crime. He didn't hurt anybody, you know? Shoot or shoot. Shoot or shoot. Uh, he didn't, I mean, there, there's no evidence that he stole anything or tried to. He asked to take it home. They said no. And he goes, you know what? I'm just going to come to you. I'll come to you. I'll fuck the doll where it is mm-hmm. and then kind of bounce. What's the burglary charge? Oh, I guess breaking in. Okay. Because so like, uh, there is a, a dollar amount here uh, where if you stole something, you could be charged with yeah. a felony. But he didn't steal the doll, right? He just fucked it and left? Bur- yeah. Burglary. Well, I mean, technically, if the doll was for rent, that would be theft, maybe. Mm. I don't know. But I don't think it was because all the people were dead. But <clears throat> So, um, real quick, I have some breaking news. Sure. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, looked up the chick that was murdered. Yep. I got some mutual friends. Wow. You do or we do? We do. We, you and Delco? You and Delco? Yeah. What's that? Is it Boosh? No, no. Oh, no. Do, we need oh, to, oh, oh. do we need to arrest Boosh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I won't say who it is, but uh, yeah, we have like, I, one is a close friend, mutual with this person. I don't know how close they are, but uh, yeah. I, could you shoot him in text and just say, hey, do you, do you know what happened? Because sometimes during these, Bob, like, you know, it'll be a, an ex-husband or a jealous lover or something like that. She doesn't appear to, appear to be married. She's not even from here. Or she's from here, but she doesn't live here, actually. No, she lived in Talos, New Mexico or something yep. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was back visiting, I guess. That's sad, man. I mean, fuck. Whoa. Who knows what happened, but fuck. Yeah. I wonder what your buddies are saying. Yeah, I'll ask. I'll ask. I'll ask, and then we'll update the audience next week when we come back for fake news on Monday. Um, now, back to the sex doll here real quick, because... This is also a crime. I hate to say it. That's also a crime. Uh, he bolted the dead, like the he locked the door behind him, so that, that nobody could get in, so they could fuck the doll. And then, how do they? Was he going out the front door when they caught him, or was he climbing no, out the window? I think the manager showed back up. Hold on, let's see what it said. Um, yeah, he. So the manager showed back up, and then Smith left. When he walked out the front door, his shirt was untucked and his pants were in disarray. I don't what. Mm. It, Bob, can you give me an example of what pants and disarray might look like? Yeah, yeah. there you go. Just, yeah. yeah, can you kind of just it's just Bob? It's just kind of just your cock out. Yeah, just, there it is. Yep, it's like yep. You see some boxers. Yeah, belts and you, undone, zippers undone. You, and there you, you go. You got a Popeye eye going on because you fucking accidentally squirted into your own face. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's the noise he made when he came. That's that's what I'm going to start doing. <laughs> Every fucking time. And then sometimes life gives you these gifts, like today. Our next sponsor is adamandeve.com. If you want to buy a sex doll, you can go to adamandeve.com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 50% off one item. Adam and Eve, if you're not familiar with their work, they are the uh, largest adult toy Company on the planet here. And uh, you know they got some fucking sex dolls for sale there, Bob. Can you find one that's not going to get as dinged on YouTube here? Yeah, so this is... I'll, I'll get a picture that's yeah, um, I mean, able just, to show. Can, I, I don't mind the sex doll thing, but could they just put some clothes on her? You know, it's kind of... Well, they, it, it does come with clothes. All right, it's perfect. Just, it's show this like, one, Bob. It's kind of like porn. Like, I don't mind the sex in porn, but the swearing upsets me. Sure. You know what I mean? I just don't think it's it's superfluous. No, I understand that. Uh, so this one's three thousand. This is the ultimate fantasy doll. Kitty is her name. Uh, now this does come with clothes. So if you're at home and you're saying to yourself, "Hey, maybe I'm I'm like D'Anthony out there and I want her I want her clothed," this one does come with clothes. 
Um, a lot of these come with uh, eyes that pop out, so you can change the eye color and stuff. Or fuck the eye fun. holes. Either way. There's a lot you can do. Just saying. It's your doll. Yeah. You do what you want. With oh, it. oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, you can post that. I don't think you can, Bob. Well, it's, I'm not a, it's not a no. dick. That's just a fucking... This could be a bong for all we know, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, so I, I guess that's a demo there, demonstration. It's just showing you how you could the do. mouth can get wider and stuff when you put stuff in it. I don't, know, yeah. I don't know what you would put in it. Maybe soup? Whatever. Ah, this soup. This feeder soup. Crackers, your cock. I bought cocks. one just because like, I'm, if I have a, a baby... I need to know how to feed it and stuff. So I was practicing feeding the sex doll. Smart. There's nothing sexual about it. Smart. Obviously. Uh, and we bought a sex doll on the show I also fed her my cock ago. a couple times, but I, that's... Look. That's whatever. You know, that, that was neither here nor there. No, you were going through way, a rough, rough yeah, time. Yeah, that, that was... It was late. Yep. Look know, at these little... Cold t- outside. I think Taco Bell had stopped serving the chalupas, too. Yeah. Like, you were devastated about that. I'm more of a cheesy gordita crunch guy, but whatever. Yeah, uh, you sure hey, are. Yeah, put this. You see those posts at the bottom? It's so you can put it up on a stand. Oh, look at that! Yeah, uh, but, but if you have a foot fetish out there, though, yeah. that's probably going to turn you off. And it does. They to see them like Jesus out. Like they that. make better feet than uh, AI does. Feet and hands. Because the the one we bought, the feet and hands were fucking weird. They were weird. Yeah, like the toes oh. were too small. They were. And the fingers were all bent in the wrong direction. Weird, it was, stubby. Yeah. It was. It wasn't great. I could barely come. Um, but with this one, yeah. If you're well. Look, I'll pop that up one more time, Bob. If you do have like a, a crucifixion uh, fetish, this will certainly do it for you because there is nails in the feet. I have a yeah. I think it's uh, it's stigmata play is what it's called. <laughs> mm, mm, big fan, big fan. But you only get one item over there. It's like that that menu at adamandeve.com is like the cheesecake factory. It goes on forever. Choose wisely. Uh, is all I'm going to say because you get one item for fifty percent off with the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout and free shipping. Uh, again, I want to repeat uh, from what I said a, a few weeks ago. There was a guy, one of our listeners, who spent $3,800 over there. Um, and they were like, hey, do you want to shout him out on air? I'm like, I don't probably, that's probably not appropriate. But, you know, if you're out there, yeah, just text us the receipt. We'll shout you out if you want that. Uh, last image, Bob, what's this one? Are they sitting down having drinks? Not, Thanksgiving she's not dinner? just for sex. You get the whole girlfriend experience. Look at that. That looks pretty realistic. What's she got in her right hand there, Bob? Ah, uh, boy, what does she have in her, her right hand? It's hard to see. Um, I see the champagne glasses. That, yeah, she's having fine. a drink. Um, those might be tongs for ice. I think mm. she was making herself a drink. Yeah, like a mixed drink, yeah. like a little G&T or something, just I to kind of uh, unwind uh, after a long day. You know, chicks are really into Aperol spritzes right now, so I think yeah. maybe. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's a fad for sure, and, uh, and they're catering to that. AdamandEve.com, promo code Drinking Bros, 50% off and free shipping. Uh, next up, Jordan Vandersloot finally confesses to the Natalie Holloway murder. Uh, Jordan Vandersloot's the prime suspect in the disappearance of Natalie Holloway. Uh, actually took a plea deal about, what, an hour ago here, Bob, after being charged in an extortion plot involving the Holloway family. Natalie Holliday, uh, Holloway was uh, 18 years old. When she took a senior trip to Aruba in May of 2005. Man, I can't believe that was that long ago. Uh, with Mountain Brook High School, Natalie Holloway was last seen leaving a bar with Vandersloot, but she was never found again. Now, in January 2012, a judge legally declared Natalie Holloway dead after a request from her father. Uh, Vandersloot is facing charges uh, of extortion, wire fraud in the U.S. after allegedly attempting to sell Beth Holloway 
her mom information about the location of her daughter's body. Now, Beth did cooperate with this, uh, actually did pay the ransom money there, never got the info, and this is what this trial was all about. Uh, He actually did plea out here about an hour ago. Uh, Bob, I saw the the headline, but the the article wasn't finished yet. Uh, He did confess, because part of this plea deal was uh, he was ordered to tell, the judge ordered him to tell the family what happened and where the body was. Yeah, so he has confessed to killing Natalie Holloway. Um, let's see what we get here. Because the latest I read was that he bludgeoned her to death. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna quote the the Daily Beast here on this one because they were the first one with this. So if this is untrue, you can come after them, not me. Um, but it's, uh, as far as what he said during the hearing here, again, this just happened moments ago, uh, I would like to take this chance to apologize to the Holloway family, to apologize to my own family, and to say that I hope the statement I provided uh, brings some kind of closure to everyone involved. Uh, he added that he has opened his heart to Jesus Christ, and I am uh, no longer the person I was back then, he went on to say. Um, Beth Holloway uh, Natalie's mother uh, confirmed to the court that Vandersloot did confess and uh, and then told him you terminated her dreams, her potential, her possibility, her possibilities when you bludgeoned her to death in 2005. Uh, she added that Vandersloot said he went home and watched pornography after snuffing out her child's life for refusing his sexual advances. Um, you didn't get what you wanted from Natalie, your sexual satisfaction, so you brutally killed her, the mom said in a statement. Uh, I paid my daughter's killer money. That's shocking. I don't think anyone can really wrap their mind around what that means, uh, obviously referring to the extortion charges there. Uh, before the sentencing of Vandersloot, Judge Anna Manasco revealed that Holloway family uh, will not uh, find the teenager's remains. Uh, but did not, but did not provide any further details. He oh. ate her. I don't think he ate her. My guess is ocean. Yeah, same here. And you know, look, it's eighteen years ago now. At this point, uh, it, it, what are you going to do? Uh, you know, you're not going to find anything. And, yeah. and 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 even if you did, at the bottom of the ocean, found a couple of bones here and there. I, I don't know that that's going to help. Solve anything. Are they gonna fucking put this dude to death or what? Well, like what jury? Because he's he's being uh, the problem is he's serving a twenty eight year sentence in Peru for this. So yeah. unless he was extradited, no. Well, no, he's got uh he 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 would be um because he's got a fucking case against him in the U S as well. He's been charged for him. Well, in that the US. this is what this was. Yeah. Um. So this. Oh shit. Uh. Actually, he was extradited to Alabama in June. Forgive me. Uh, to face just, charges just, in the extortion case. Mm. So that that's over then. So he's just going to serve his time down there and then be done? Apparently that is When he's it. like fucking 55 or something, he's going to be out after killing I, multiple I, I, people? I believe so, yeah. Because it wasn't just her. He killed another woman down in Peru, which is what he's serving this 28 years for. So is that how it works out down there? You do the 28 years and then, hey, man, go... Back with your family to Sweden or wherever the fuck you're from? Yeah, I mean, it's this is a wild-ass story. Mur- murdering someone, what, pretty wild, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
then trying to fucking charge the mom 250k mm-hmm. to tell her what happened after the fact there's no there's no, no there's not enough jesus in the world to fucking make a person like that come back he's a fucking like an animal and uh you know men get arrested dogs get put down Yep. Fucking kill this dude right now. They I, should. I don't understand why you wouldn't let the mom just c- fucking cut his head off. The mom and the dad. Just let him cut the head off and, and be done with it. Uh, it does say here at the end of this that he will likely return to Peru uh, to finish the sentence for murder before serving time in the U.S. for the extortion. So these, I guess, will be two sentences back to back. But how, how many years here for the extortion, I guess, is... Uh, uh, yeah, I, don't, I thought this was a plea deal so that he wasn't going to get. Not sure. Like, Not sure uh, here. Uh, but all of this is happening right now. So I'm sure further details will obviously uh, uh, come out about this. Man, this was, uh, this was a wild story that uh, we've heard off and on for the last 18 years. And it felt like it never ended. Um, what this family has been put through is just absolutely mm. awful. And uh, and then like she was like the mom was saying earlier to pay the money too because I believe it was like ten grand in cash initially, and then they wired him another fifteen thousand and like to keep twenty five k up front. Jesus Christ, man! Yeah, so to keep doing this over and over again uh, to try to get this this information, uh, and yeah, I'm sure the the family wants closure, but to fight like this for eighteen years, well, I mean any parent would, um, and then finally get it. And then it's this horrific story from this horrific asshole who's what, just going to go back down to Peru for another 28 years? Yeah. Yes. Jesus Christ, man. Let him fucking execute him right there in, uh, in the middle of all of this. Uh, fuck, what an awful story. God damn. Um, all right. Uh, well, next up uh, on the ad front, I know this is news. So we do have ads, and I apologize even after a story like that. God damn it, man. Uh, we've got uh, BioProtein here. BioProtein Plus is one of our newest advertisers here on the show. Uh, if you're over 30, guys, you're going to want to hear this. Every year after puberty, HGH, human growth hormone, the hormone responsible for workouts, recovery, performance, metabolism, and even sex drive, starts to decline sometimes by as much as 50% by the age 35. Doesn't matter who you are, how hard you train, or how good you look, it's happening to all of us. Uh, that's where BioPro Plus uh, comes in handy here. It's uh, the first of its kind, a non-synthetic alternative to prescription HGH, uh, human growth hormone treatments, all the benefits of synthetic HGH without any of the needles, side effects, or doctor visits. We got some of this. Uh, it just kind of goes, it's in a vial. It just goes under your tongue, and you're good to go there. Uh, I know you were taking it. I know Jesse was uh, taking it there. Uh, what was it? What was it like for you? Um, yeah, I mean, it's got. Mel- I think it's got melatonin in it mm-hmm. as well. So you take it right before you go to bed. Yep. like thirty minutes before you go to bed. <clears throat> Usually, when I take melatonin, when I wake up, even if it's just like a small amount, like three milligrams or something, when I wake up in the morning, I feel groggy and shitty. But I didn't with this. It was the first time I've ever taken melatonin that I felt good when I woke up. Mm-hmm. And it definitely helped my sleep. Like I slept through the night for the most part every time I every time I've taken it, which is interesting because I it's so I do frequently, but um, you know when you take something that I guess I don't know disrupts your normal cadence 
chemically like that, it can be it can fuck you up a little bit. But this stuff was pretty good. I mean, it, it's the best sleep supplement I've taken for sure. Yeah, and as far as like HGH and recharging your body and all that stuff, I, I know my wife loved it. Uh, so it's uh, it's great um, for you know people in uh, MMA and combat sports, military veterans, and the medical communities. And uh, you're not using needles or anything else. It's just a little shot that goes underneath your tongue there. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom. You drink it and you're good to go. Go to bioproteintech.com to learn more or click the link in the bio on the audio description there. You're going to use the promo code Drinking Bros for $30 off your first order. Bioproteintech.com, promo code Drinking Bros for $30 off your first order over there. Uh, next up, Hell's Angels Disposal Service. Uh, this is a fun one. The notorious Hell's Angels biker gang allegedly used a California funeral home dubbed the Pizza Oven to get rid of bodies. Federal prosecutors claim this feels like some Sons of Anarchy shit here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Merle Hefferman, a member of the Sonoma County Hell's Angels, told Levi Phipps, manager of Yost and Webb Funeral Home in Fresno, that he wanted to make things disappear. And he didn't have enough money to hire Chris Angel, uh, which Phipps uh, understood to mean uh, (laughs) get rid of human bodies. Of course he did. Uh, The Los Angeles Times reported prosecutors allege Hefferman 54 uh, used the funeral home's crematorium to incinerate the remains of Joel Silva, a member of the biker gang who was murdered in 2014, as well as three others. Uh, Merle Hefferman arranged to have Joel Silva's body illegally cremated. This was purposeful, premeditated conduct. The prosecutors wrote in court documents obtained by the Times. And uh, Hefferman pleaded guilty to obstructing justice by disposing of Silva's body in December. So Silva is another Hell's Angel member. Mm -hmm. And was he he died in some way, right? Unclear if it was like the gang got him or you know some other gang right what is there anything that maybe he uh just fell down the stairs or or had trouble at a roller rink or something like that and it was just accidental no because these guys are like despite what you see in tv most of them have day jobs and shit right so they probably have life family life insurance shit like that yeah. and then they, they don't get the money so it, it, it does imply that something nefarious happened right <laughs> And they won't go to the cops, obviously. No like if, shit. If, if one of their guys gets clipped by an, another dude, like if another one percenter gang or something like that, they're they'll get rid of the body. They're not gonna, you know. Yeah. Uh, they're not gonna call the cops and be like, "Hey, could you investigate the, our, our rival?" Because that's just against the charter. But um, unclear if it was them or somebody else mm-hmm. that did it. So my that, money's on them. I, I think that's worth mentioning that he was uh, he was another hell's angel guy it wasn't like they were trying to get rid of bodies from some other group um yeah it's it's with it's from within yeah so three hell's angels were convicted of murdering silva uh brian went was convicted of shooting silva in the head and then two senior hell's angels members uh jonathan nelson and russell taylor ott which is a per- russell ott ott that's a pretty good name for Sweet. a fucking gangster were convicted of murder for orchestrating the killing uh, so it was internal beef. And then Hefferman got rid of the body. So That's... technically, I mean, there's a lot of things he could have been charged with. Uh, 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 obstructing justice is probably the most 
because I don't think desecrating human remains is that. It, it it can be a felony, but I don't think it would carry. Like no, it wouldn't prosec- carry. Yeah, it the prosecution's asking for charge. seven years. He's asking for two and a half. Yeah. It'll, they'll probably meet at three. I, I would imagine he'll, he'll so. be out. He'll be on eighteen months probably. Yeah, unless he's got a bunch of priors, which you know, well, we'll see. Hey, we'll find out in court. But uh, he also might get clipped because he did a deal. Um, so keep an eye out for that dude. He might get clipped while he's in jail. Yeah, th- th- look, this is uh, probably the least shocking story we've mm-hmm. had all day. Yeah, um, and. That's, but it, that's it, what it, happens when you join a biker game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does it does confirm like one of the things that's a common trope in these kind of things is in these TV shows about gangsters and shit like that is that they've got a cremation guy. Uh-huh. And it's it's real. It is. It's always real. It's all real. That part's always real. Yeah. Uh but I, I back to what you said about uh letting the family say the body mm. uh that the guy is dead. Um, that helps with insurance policies and things like that. And I'll, I'll circle back to Natalie Holloway. I think that's why the father wanted her legally declared dead as well. So they yeah. could, uh, mm-hmm. uh, there's so much it's shit, man. If you've ever had somebody pass away in their family, um, especially without a will and like, yeah. you know, an 18 year old probably doesn't have a will. Yeah. But she might be part of like an irrevocable trust or something. Correct. Like that. Yes. And, and there's, there's a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, and you've got to get a death certificate, um, in order to, make all these transactions happen to get their name off the paperwork and everything else. And uh, for something like this, what is it? Three years for them, you know, close to eight years for Natalie Holloway or seven years to get the judge to declare that one there. Uh, It is helpful not only for the family to move on, but, uh, but also for a litany of reasons regarding where their name might be placed on some of these uh, deeds, contracts, bank accounts, et cetera. Uh, Next up, they call me crazy. I just can't sleep. Whatever it is. I don't know the rest of that, Bob. What's the rest of the crazy song by Britney Spears? Uh, I only know all the words to Lucky. Mm. You know? She's mm. so lucky. She's a star. That's actually all I know to that, too. But That's great, Bob. Lucky is it's really good. what I make love to. Yeah. I, the only ones I know all the words to are uh, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. That one really got me, and is one of my faves to my heart. That's, that's what I watch pornography too. But that's that's the story of my life too. You know, I've always felt like that. I'm 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 not a girl, but I'm not yet a woman either, and I don't want to be treated uh, as such. Uh, Britney Spears' family uh, has fears that the star could sink into a dangerous mental health meltdown after the release of her upcoming. Memoir. Nah. <laughs> She's doing fine, man. Have you seen her? She'll be good. The knife work is better than it's ever been. Sure has. Uh, you know. Bob, so- you want to bring up her Instagram from last night? So I follow Brittany because um, I just want to see what the last video is posted before she dies is. I thought we got close with last night's video. And I was like, shit, dude. Are we there yet? Uh, She's kind of dancing with knives there. Yep. Pop that up on screen. Look at this. Uh, put the volume on because you can hear the blades clink. Is this another one? Yeah, this from is 14 so, hours ago. Yep, 14 yeah. hours ago. So I saw this before I went to bed last night. Oddly uh, enough. We're going to get ding for that song so you can turn it down now. But. Yeah, this was her uh, job application for Benihana. Mm-hmm. Um, they rejected it. Why? I don't know. It's that it's that ting-ting noise. That I think hear. it's the hair is unsanitary. Ting-ting. Flying around. Like the ting-ting noise is what gets me. That's what really helps me because there's no right. music there on the table a ting ting gets me dan where were you in iraq what are you a fucking cop or something 
I was in Baghdad. Okay, you're Solder in, City. Okay, you're in Solder City. You kick down a door. Britney Spears pops out with two knives, doing this knife work. Do you think you could even take her down? Uh, what do you mean, like? Would you? Would I be? Would I be physically capable, or because of her skills? Is yeah, that what yeah, you mean? yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, it does have like a Deadpool from uh, uh, what was it called? I guess just Wolverine, yeah, X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. Where he runs into the office and he's using his swords and to he's block slapping bullets, bullets back yeah. at him and stuff um, like that. No, I would shoot her in the face fifteen times. Okay. Really, Britney Spears? Look at this though. I mean, she I might know. cut you. You. You might be. Pulling the trigger, but then all of a sudden realize that you don't even have a trigger finger. It depends you know on, what I mean? on how old you are, Bob, because there is, a, there is an age in life where you look at this and you're like, you know what? It's going to be a fun fucking time tonight. And, and if somebody gets cut, somebody gets cut in the bedroom. So there is that element of it, too, where you're like, all right, yeah. uh, let's see where this goes. And then kind of you wake up the next morning, you're like, shit, that went too far. I got to get the fuck out of here. I just think she probably... Slices an entire platoon to pieces and then disappears into the night. Yeah, kind of like uh, Seagal. Yeah. Yeah. No, I believe that. And I believe Dan's dead. I don't think he could do anything against her. Um, as much as he would love to tell you that on air, he's a liar. She would kill him in 10 Look seconds. Look at this. Yeah. Look at the blade control. Look at that. Oh, boy. I mean, that is getting ready to, to dice up an onion volcano, dude. I don't know what the fuck's happening. And light it on fire. The hitmaker's been working... Uh, with acclaimed writer and journalist Sam Linsky. That's the first time I've ever seen the writer's name, the actual writer's name. Go to the book on Amazon. I'm curious if he even got a credit on the front cover, um, which is bullshit. None of these people write their goddamn books. Uh, and editors uh, from uh, publishers for Simon & Schuster on her 288-page memoir, The Woman in Me. The book is expected to lay bare a lot of her life's traumas and battles from the past few years. And relatives worry about the strain she may be under when it hits the shelves. Now, according to a source, Brittany has undergone therapy sessions and counseling uh, as she relived some of her darkest times from uh, relationship splits uh, to being placed in a Los Angeles mental hospital, which is awesome. One family insider revealed Brittany agreed to present her story in truth, but she doesn't have a clue about how her words are about to be blown up around the world. Her entire life and mental well-being will be examined in the aftermath. We all fear that opening all these wounds and very personal moments publicly could impact her well-being uh, and does have us worried. Now, the source also says uh, they're aware of attacks and loathing uh, of her father, Jamie, and added Brittany is living on the edge mentally without the stress of this book release, no shits. That's why she was under conservatorship. There is a huge fear that she will become ill as her family finds themselves in her sights in the memoir. We are all aware of how Brittany has felt betrayed over the years, but actually she has such complicated relationships with everybody. Brittany's much-anticipated memoir, The Woman and Me, is released on October 24th next week. Uh, so look out for that. Okay, now what this article doesn't say here is uh, I'm worried about the people she's going to take down in this fucking book. Yeah, so there's a there's allegedly one of the stories that's already leaked is uh, Timberlake got her pregnant and mm -hmm. made her get an abortion, I yep. guess. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, smart move on his part. You don't want a fucking baby parts, with... Uh, she, bo both of them at the time were early 20s, mm -hmm. and they were both the, the biggest pop stars in the world. 
I guarantee you there's 20 people from her team who are telling her to get the abortion too. I don't know that you can completely lay this on Timberlake. No, I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a problem or anything. I'm just, it, it, he's got kind of a choir boy image, and that definitely was not the case. Oh, yeah. And, and by the way, there was another ep- excerpt that dropped this morning that also said that he cheated on her multiple times. Apparently, that's going to be in the book as well. Of course he did. So They were famous in 20. They should have been cheating on each other. He was the biggest pop star in the entire world. Her too, though. Go get whatever dick you want. You're like literally the hottest woman on the planet when she was famous. Yeah. Yeah, when she was 16. Probably. Was she 16? I don't care. I was in eighth grade. Uh, I know. Well, they were on the Mickey Mouse Club together. So, yeah, they've probably been boning since they were kids. I mean... I think they met when they were, what, 14 or 15 years old, and then they were in the Mickey Mouse Club for yeah, years? She was, she's about, I think she's eight months younger than me, something like that. So uh, I remember, I, don't, I didn't watch Disney or Mickey Mouse or that bullshit, but um, I do remember Hit Me Baby. Well, the first one was Hit Me Baby One More Time. Uh-huh. Right? She was 16 when that came out. Yeah. Because I was 17. I was a junior, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she was, she, she was super hot until she turned 18. Uh, but with that, you and I are friends with a couple of people from NSYNC. Uh, obviously, Chris mm-hmm. Kirkpatrick has been on the show, homie in real life. And we were able to ask those guys because uh, I've known Lance, Lance Bass for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he used to throw raging parties. We never fucked, though. And that disappointed me. But uh, he's a great human being and threw unbelievable fucking parties. Dude. Love that guy. Uh, I asked them how crazy it really got back in the day. And they were like, man. There was three and four girls hiding in fucking closets, like at the hotels and shit, before we checked in. Um, and it's like, dude, you walk in, and then there's three fucking girls that pop out of a closet. Mm. That's wild. Uh, they'd also told us uh, that some of the moms were also in some of these hotel rooms as well, waiting to fuck these dudes. So, like, yeah, man, I'm sure shit was fucking wild. They were the Beatles at one point around the world. Um, so, yeah, if he cheated on her and vice versa, because, you know, he also wrote the song Cry Me a River about mm-hmm. her and, uh, and her fucking some dude. None of this is really shocking. They're, they were both the biggest pop stars in the world mm-hmm. at the exact same time, which is unbelievably rare. I mean, I think the only couple that you could really say that about in today's current environment is was not anymore, but uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Uh, and I'm only saying was because JC, Jay-Z is more involved in businesses. Like, he's not touring or, or dropping new albums. Um, but even that relationship had this similar path. Remember uh, her sister yeah. kicking the shit out of him in that mm. elevator for him getting his dick sucked and fucking that other girl? So, yeah, dude, it's going to happen. Uh, I feel bad for Timberlake <laughs> or whoever else is in this book. Because the other one was the dad. Apparently, she said the dad was calling her fat all the time after... Uh, she got off tour and yeah, shaved her head. Yeah. And shit, I mean, he's so. the conservatorship thing seems to have been a good idea, but that doesn't mean he's not a cunt. Right. 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 I mean, that seems to be the case. So It does. Uh, now is the point in the show where we get to the old drinking bro of the week here. Danny sent me one. I'm going to pull it up on my phone here. She wanted me to read it. Uh, was this the one we did the other day? I believe it was, dude. Um, no, she sent a new one. Oh, she did. Okay. Uh, this one was from uh, Scott Shiravolo. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, he says, almost a day one homie. Uh, listened with Matt and Jared and all you guys uh, when you were at the big desk. Oh, that's funny. Uh, but started listening every single day in 2018. Uh, my drinking bro is alive. Thank you for, for saying that he was alive. Uh, my drinking bro goes out to Neil Carker. Uh, basically brothers for years. 
have a lot of memories together, lots of drinks, drugs, and good times. One of those memories involved uh, both, both of those and a chick that when we woke up back at our house the next morning, we were really happy to remember a few things. One of the memories was us leaving instead of doing what she wanted. Jesus Christ. Uh, okay. Uh, thank God Hard AF was not around at the time uh, because we would have woke up in that bed and, uh, and that was not in our house. Ha, ha, ha. P.S. Can't wait for you to say my last name uh, on air. Not sure D'Anthony can say it either. Sheer Avalo is the correct way. I was pretty close, I feel like. I don't remember what you said, to be honest. But you can, I, I, I think I got it. You can, right? play, you can play the tape. You can roll the tape later. Yeah. Uh, also, we want to give out our own Drinking Bro of the Week here uh, to Richard Dinoff. Uh, so we're going to the tailgates at Columbus, Ohio. We're leaving right after the show here uh, for the Columbus uh, uh, tailgate there starting at 9 a.m. Wow. Richard will be there at fucking 4 a.m. He always is. Uh, the setup for all of this shit whenever we go to these other cities and tailgates and everything uh, is extreme. Uh, shout out to Patrick Lindstrom at Notre Dame. Every city we go to, you guys have some amazing tailgate set up for us, and uh, and it requires very little work and effort for us. We will be there all day. We'll provide the Hardy of Seltzer for sure. Uh, but we will be there all day raging with you guys. And uh, Richard, you throw one of the best tailgates there is, and uh, and we look forward to it every year. Now, it does change from who, which team is good and then where we end up going. If Ohio State would have lost to Notre Dame, we probably wouldn't have gone to this game. But hence, this is the biggest matchup of the year, uh, at least numbers-wise. we got three versus seven. Uh, it's kind of shocking. We're already in like week eight, and three versus seven is the highest-ranked matchup we've had in college football. But uh, big, big thanks to Richard Denoff. I know Ruben Schneider is flying in from Pittsburgh. A bunch of you guys are coming in. So we're going to be at uh, the Pint House in the Short North at 2 p.m., on Friday uh, for lunch. RDF seltzers are served there. That's in the short north. You can come and join us for that. We're going to be at the Standard Hall right around 9 p.m. that night for some hard AFs. Also being served at that bar as well. And then we will be at Richard Denoff's tailgate in the morning there. Uh, join Drinking Bros Sports or Drinking Bros Maine in there. We're also put it in Drinking Bros Ohio on Facebook. Uh, those are all, we've got 800 subgroups on there, and we usually like to post in those subgroups, and we'll give you kind of a map of where we are so you can join us. Uh, we love meeting all you guys. We got some merch to give out to everybody, and uh, and then plenty of booze as well. It's 8%, man. It's up to you what life you want to live, but uh, we'll be going hard right around 8.30 a.m. on Saturday morning there. Uh, in Columbus, Ohio, no live show that morning. The live, the, the load in is is too intense, and I know College Game Day and all those other guys are going to be there. Traffic will be uh, a bitch, so uh, so get there early and join us. Uh, we love to see you guys, and we appreciate all your support. Now, if you can't join us, just go to iTunes, rate the show a five star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five star, and you can walk away. I know I keep saying this shit; it doesn't seem like a lot. The fucking advertisers care. Uh, so so does iTunes and Spotify. So just do it, and that helps us out the same way. Uh, and obviously, go to hardafseltzer.com and type in the store locator, your city, your zip code, and buy a 12-pack. That helps the show. Dang it. We appreciate you tuning in. For D'Anthony to Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros Fake News. Good night, everyone. <laughs>